Hey world, this is Ross here with my podcast, episode 24. Uh, Welcome. Thanks again for tuning in to the podcast, the weekly podcast uh, that I do here from Nashville. A couple new dates on the docket. Uh, October 29th, I'll be at The Basement here in Nashville. That's with Emily Chambers, just finally confirmed. Um, and that's going to be an early show. It's a Sunday night, so I'll be on at like 7, full band, and then she'll be on shortly after me. Um, and then you can go to rosslivermore.com for all the upcoming dates. Also, October 4th, Thursday, October 4th, I'll be opening solo for Ryan Mott Blue uh, in Charlotte, North Carolina. So if anyone is listening from Charlotte, that's where I'll be, Thursday, October 4th. Um, and yeah, rosslivermore.com for all the other dates I have upcoming. Uh, your dude stoked the lifestyle brand. Check it out on Instagram. Y O U R E dude stoked on Instagram. Uh, as always, we have some cool gear on there. Uh, and check out the Hey World playlist on Spotify. I just updated it yesterday with some great music from uh, from Bernhoft, from Maggie Rose. And I've been on a big Gin Blossoms kick <laughs> for some reason. Uh, so I threw one of their songs on there too. Um, and uh, I believe that is it. So yeah, the Hey World playlist. And also just if, if you feel obligated, check out my music on Spotify. This is not forever. Uh, we're coming up on the year anniversary. Well, I guess not really coming up on the year anniversary. It's in December. We released it in December. It's still a fairly new album. I guess in this day and age, it's not new unless it's brand spanking new. But to me, it's still kind of new. It's still exciting to play those songs. So check it out on Spotify and uh, welcome to the podcast. Here we are. Hey World, episode 24. Let's do it. Hey everybody, oh man, that's loud. Can't have the speakers on. While the microphone is on, that is how you get feedback. Um, Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast, episode 24. This one's going to be a bit of a quick one because I got shit to do. Um, No, I have to, I'm actually bartending an event at Vanderbilt University. Um, and that's at like one ish. So I have to be in and out. Oh, I guess I didn't even start the friggin' Instagram live video. Hey, Instagram live, Facebook live. Hey everybody. Um, so I'm actually doing things a little bit differently today. I'm doing no headphones because I use beats. Um, and I don't have them charged to be honest, you know, and I'm like, I'm going to sound like a total spoiled brat here. I got the Beats headphones for Christmas, and uh, I really, you know, they sound great for a lot of, like, for certain styles of music, um, and for certain other styles of music, like, they just are awful. You know, if you listen to an old band record or an old, like, Beatles record or something like that, um, I don't know if it's just these headphones are defective or if, if just they they run mono and not stereo, but... Um, I'll listen to like an old Beatles song and like vocals just won't be in the recording or like a guitar part uh, 
that you that is like iconic to the song just won't be there. Oh, Mike Plasman, first to join in on the Instagram live. What's happening, dude? The champ, three-time world champ. <laughs> nice. I know, right? Peabody shirt. This is actually my dad's shirt <laughs> from when I was, I remember him wearing this when I was a kid and I've just like always had it for some reason. Must be made out of really good material because it's still kicking. Um, <laughs> dude, side note, we need to chat about uh, the MLK trip. For those of you who don't know, which is probably most of you people, uh, I think since we were like 18, you must have been 16. <laughs> Whatever, dude. I'm wearing your mom's shirt. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> All right, we're off to a good start here. Um. Yeah, so we do this trip every year, and I actually, last year was the first year I didn't do it. I think I've talked about the trip on the podcast, but basically, since I was like 18, uh, we've been doing this ski trip up in North Conway uh, on Martin Luther King weekend, and uh, it's like just this reunion of me and all of my high school buddies, and we just tear it up, and um, when I moved here, the trip obviously got harder because I was in, I'm in Nashville. Um, so we would always play up at Atatash and I'm like, why don't we just play up at the mountain? Um, and then we can kind of turn this trip into a, uh, into like one big thing where we play at the mountain and then we hang and get a bunch of friend time in. Um, so I'm really fortunate we're able to do that. There's also a annual, uh, beer pong tournament, which is like pretty fierce. There's a trophy. It's a basketball trophy and it took Mike and I, like, I don't know, 10 years to win that thing. We were doing that tournament for like 10 every year. I don't even know when we won it, but we won it for the first time. This trophy was in rotation for years. We won this tournament. Within 15 minutes, we broke the trophy. <laughs> a de Yeah, it was a decade of disappointment and utter failure. Um. But then we won the tournament three years in a row. The first back-to-back-to-back -to -back -to -back champs until Dan and Noah won it. If, I mean, if you're all listening, this is all inside stuff. So, I mean, but it's still interesting. It's part of the, part of the life, part of the journey. Um, you know, you got to learn to scratch and claw. <laughs> Literally, as I said that, you typed it. Just scratch and claw from the depths of hell. All the way to the top of the mountain. And that's what we did. The dream team. Actually, it was like the first year we named our team the dream team. We got like USA jerseys. I wish I could go find one. I don't want to like leave the this this uh, groundbreaking broadcast uh, to go find my jersey. But at some point, I'll, uh, I'll maybe I'll wear it and I'll show you guys. Until then, Peabody, Massachusetts. Um... But yeah, so we're doing, I actually had to miss the MLK trip for the first time in my life last year. And uh, it was a bummer. It was just like, timing was tough. We couldn't get the band together for that specific date. We had to do a different date, which was the week later. Just like logistics with travel uh, can be a son of a bitch sometimes. So anyway, this year we'll be back up at Atatash and I can't wait. It's going to be fun. 
Uh, the band's going to kick ass. It's actually, I think that, um, that weekend, it's MLK weekend. So we're playing an earlier set. Normally we do like three to six. We're doing like two to five. And then there's a U2 tribute band that plays up there every year around that weekend too. They're going to be doing like a night show and, uh, and, um, there's going to be fireworks and stuff. So if you're at Atatash Martin Luther King weekend, what weekend is that? Let me just check right now. I think it is, I want to say it's January 19th, but, uh, it is January 19th, 2019. Can you believe it? 2019. How crazy is that? We're about to enter into the roaring 20s. And there is, uh, we're ending prohibition of marijuana. It's it's like history is repeating itself all over again. Um, but then you think like, how, when we're like, when I'm like 60, 70, 80, hopefully I make it that far. What is it going to be like? Are we going to have like flying cars and AI is going to be taking over the world? Or is it just going to be like, it's it's weird. It's like the future is happening now, but then you go to some cities or some towns like in middle America or even up in New Hampshire and it's like it's like the future hasn't really touched it yet. It's kind of like it's charming and quaint in that way. I don't know. But man, 20, 2019 we're going into. That's that's it's blowing my goddamn mind. Um seems like only yesterday. It was 1998. I don't know why I picked that year, but <laughs> side note, I don't know if you guys, uh, let me read this here. What is it? Al's going to, who's Al? I don't know who Al is. 2030. Oh, AI. I'm an idiot. was <laughs> I'm like, Al's going to take over the world in 2030, but it's actually AI. I'm sorry. I'm reading all the comments <clears throat> on here. And uh, yeah, 2030, is a, that's, a, that's a year that gives us 11 more years, 11 solid more years before Terminator comes and just blows this whole place up. Um, so... I think 11 years is, is a good amount of time to just kick some ass, you know? 11 more years. There's a lot of stuff on the bucket list. Uh, and that's a lot of time. That's It's like a lot of time, but not that much time, you know? Sometimes I think I'm like, God damn, I'm like 34 years old. It's old. It's like when I was in high school, I would be like, man, 34 is really old. But then now I'm that age and I still kind of feel like I'm in high school. Like I'm still, I still feel like that same person. I've just like seen more life, you know, it's like the only difference between people that are older. It's just like they've lived more life than you, but you still feel like that person, you know, I, I always try to approach music like that, like. I've, I've, I've put out more music, I've played more shows, but I still try to approach it like I'm, you know, like I'm in Break for Moose, my high school band, where it's just like, let's just fucking write awesome songs 
and kick as much ass as we can. And that was like our only motivation. Um, that was our only motivation to making music. Sorry, I just lost my train of thought because Paul texted me as I'm talking about Break for Moose. Total serendipitous moment. Because um, he's actually coming down here on Thanksgiving. We're playing a wedding. It's going to be wild. It's going to be a great Thanksgiving. Um, what the hell was I just talking about? I lost my train of thought. Um, oh, yeah. So it's just like, I don't know. I try to approach. It's like the yoga instructors say, like, approach it with a beginner's mind. Um, but, yeah, just, like, write the best songs you can. Have fun. Play with your friends. That's all you can do. Um, speaking of that, I don't know if you guys have listened to the new Thrice record. Um, but, man, that band... I don't know how they're not like the biggest band in the world. They're just such a like I don't I guess rock music is not really like that big right now and full bands it's all like an artist based industry it seems like right now and like the the days of the like the band are just not really um not really happening right now like they were I'd say even in like the early 2000s. Um, but man, Thrice's new record is just bad ass palms. It's called, they're coming to Nashville in November and I'm going to be there and it's going to be awesome. But I like to listen to them when I run. Cause it just like, I don't know. It just makes me want to friggin' run through a goddamn wall. Every time I listen to Thrice, it's just like, it's the perfect mix of like epic music with like raw emotion and like desperation. There's, there's just something about the way that Dustin sings and the way that their songs build and the way that they're actually like put together on the record that just makes me like it it just like hits it hits me in a way that like not very many rock bands do anymore and uh you got if you haven't if you haven't heard their new record Palms if you're into that style of music kind of like I guess, I don't know is it like post hardcore I don't I don't really know what it is. It's just like it's they kind of came up in the like during the emo craze in the early 2000s, but they weren't really like an emo band, you know? There was like some of their earlier stuff, I guess there was like kind of like emo like themes and like playing, but they were always like way heavier than any of those other bands. And the first time I actually saw them um the first time I saw them, it was a show, and this is gonna this is gonna be like the the perfect show for the early two thousand emo scene. It was the used was headlining, um, the used was headlining thrice. It was a four band bill. The used was headlining thrice was just before the used, My Chemical Romance, and Story of the Year. And this this talk about like an epic emo bill. Um, Ryan Dupont in the house. Nice dancing video the other day you posted. Um, total, uh, <laughs> sick moves, dude. <laughs> but, um, what was it? Uh, yeah, what a bill. But, uh, I remember around that time, uh, what up? I was, uh, I was like pretty obsessed with the used. For some reason, I was something about them that I really liked. That first album, like the self-titled album, um, I still listen to that album and I'm just like, I'm 20 
and I'm angry. <laughs> but not angry at like the government, just like angry at like emotional things like girls and school. <laughs> um <laughs> so but yeah, what a bill. I remember I was super obsessed with that band and we got to like meet Bert outside and he gave me it and like we were right in the front row and he came out and he like threw me his towel and I like kept this towel <laughs> for I don't know. For I, I must have had it for a couple of years at least. Um But yeah, it was great and Thrice just blew my mind. That was I think around I don't know if Artist in the Ambulance came out yet. But it was like on the verge of coming out. So what year was that? That that came out. Artist in the Ambulance. That was 2003. Wow. Yeah, that makes sense. I must have like just graduated high school. I graduated in 2002. So that came out. So I think it was around that time. Maybe like that album was just about to come out. But that's still to my day. Still to this day is like my favorite Thrice record. So, um... It's just so heavy and like, I don't know. I just, I just love that band so much. But yeah, that, that show, it was at, um, where was it? I want to say it wasn't Royale cause Royale didn't exist yet in Boston. It was at like one of those clubs in the theater district. And, um, yeah, Andy Bropes is tuning in and I know that Roger, her guitarist would know all of this information cause he is like. When it comes to that style of music, he knows he's like an encyclopedia of emo. The emo encyclopedia. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would just, I don't know, like Thrice is just one of those bands that kind of never went away for me. And I listen, I finally got a chance to listen to their new record yesterday. And if you guys have not heard it yet, it is just, it's badass. Um, yeah, it's Roger's like the emo... The Emo Encyclopedia. I know like a little bit about that. I got into it like uh, like a fair amount. There was only like certain bands that I really liked. Like Story of the Year, I loved them. I loved Something Corporate was like a big one for me. Um, the Used, obviously. Thrice, obviously. There was another band and I forget what the... They all had like scissor tattoos on their forearms. And I, I used to like them, but I forget what they were called. Yeah, I think those were probably the big four. The Used, Thrice, Story of the Year, something corporate. Um, and then you have the, like, newfound glories who were, like, kind of cool, but, like, kind of lame. You know? Just like that, like, nasally singing. They were all right. Newfound Glory. They had that one album that was, like, the movie soundtrack album. Remember that? And they did like all the songs from like Karate Kid. And like, I remember listening to that as a kid and being like, man, Newfound Glory is badass. But now you listen to it and it's like, it sounds so shitty. <laughs> it's like recorded really bad. Um, yeah, what else? What other bands? Some 41. They were kind of like Green Day wannabes, I thought. You know, like they had a couple big songs. Then there was like, in that... I guess Fall Out Boy, but like Fall Out Boy got so big and they were like, I, f I always felt like Fall Out Boy was kind of late to the game. They were probably like involved, but like living in it, like playing in obscurity for years. And then like they signed with like 
with, with like crush, I think it was crush management, Jonathan Daniel. And I only know this cause I listened to, uh, Mark Maron's podcast. Um, but yeah, and then they just kind of blew up and got like really like kind of too big, you know, um, good Charlotte for sure. I never really like listened to too much good Charlotte that they were like some 41. Like I only knew the songs that were on the radio, you know, um, that was a weird musical time for me because I was listening to a lot of like that kind of emo music, but I was also like really into dream theater and like Steve Vai and like that prog metal stuff. Um, and that was kind of like the style of the band that I was in. I have to, you know what I have to do on this podcast at some point is like find, I, well, I don't need to find, I know I have it on my iTunes is to like play you a couple of break for moose songs and like show you what I sounded like as a singer and like what we were. And Paul plays drums and we were like, we were a heavy band. Like we were really into it. Um, it's so funny. So funny to see the shit that you do when you're younger and you're like, what was I thinking? <laughs> but it was actually, I mean, like we practiced, we like really put the time and effort into like be a good band um, from like really early on. We were like, we didn't really like mess around too much when we were like playing in high school, you know, just a bunch of music department kids that like got a good foundation for practice early on. But yeah, it was that, that time was just like, I think it, I think it is for everyone. Like when you're young, you're just trying to like figure it out. So you like, and maybe, I don't know, like I, I, this is a theory I've kind of been thinking about a lot lately. Like when it comes to bands back like pre-digital age and post-digital age. I remember like listening to bands and feeling like such a level of like pride for being a fan of that band. Like you'd wear their t-shirt or you'd like write Green Day on your Chuck Taylors when you were like in fifth grade. Um, and you like wore this band like a badge of honor. And if anyone talks shit about the band, you're like, fuck you, man. Green Day's the best or or whatever band it was. Um, and I don't know if that happens anymore because I feel like, I don't know when, when you had ownership over the music, like you bought the music and I'm not like sitting here talking shit about like the new music model. Cause I think there's a lot of great things about it. Um, you had, oh my God, is this a joke? Ryan DuPont says I had a vertical horizon tribute band. <laughs> serious. Is that serious? Or you? Dude, I mean, they had some great songs. What was that? Uh, oh, man, what the hell was that Vertical Horizon song? I'm going to look it up right now. Uh, where is it? Oh, yeah. Everything I want. Everything you Sees everything inside of you that <laughs> Dude, they were good. And talk total nineties like looking lead singer, like bald guy with the with the like flavor saver. The only hair on his head is like the flavor saver. <laughs> he looks just like the guy the singer from Disturbed, but his flavor saver was actually like two piercings. Disturbed. I actually went to I went to Ozfest. I don't think they were there, but like I went to Ozfest 
around this time, like two, it must've been like 2005 or something. And like, who were the best? It was like Papa Roach played and crazy town. Remember that band crazy town? Oh man, they sucked. They were so bad. <laughs> I remember like watching them being like, cause like when you're, when you're that age, you're just like any band you see on a huge stage is awesome. It all is good. But that was the first band I ever remember seeing being like, they kind of suck. Like I, I, up until that point, any concert that I've ever seen was amazing to me. And even that show, like Papa Roach was good. Oh, who's on it? Um, what the hell? It's like Emma's favorite band from, this is actually Emma's favorite band from that, uh, from that era. And they all wore the masks. Oh, what the hell? I felt the air outside and me inside the Wait and bleed. What the hell is that band? You guys are listening, being like, you idiot. It's, let me look it up. Slipknot. DuPont, you know Slipknot, dude? Slipknot. What a friggin' band. This is what I, I was just getting, you know, like the days of like the bands are just, I don't know, they're, they're not, I don't want to say it's over because like the music industry always writes itself um, and always changes, but like bands are not happening right now. The only band that I know of that's like still at it is probably the Foo Fighters. Coldplay. I don't know. I think Coldplay is a good band. You guys can hate on me all you want. I think it just, it's like, uh, it, it like became cool to hate Coldplay. And I feel like it's because of, uh, what's that movie? Yes, man. No, not yes, man. What's that movie with Paul Rudd? I don't know any, I'm just like making up statements that I don't know what the hell I'm saying. It's, I love you, man. That's what it is. Yeah, and it was like, you know how I know you're gay? Because you like Coldplay. And it like became cool to hate Coldplay. But I actually kind of like Coldplay. They're like, and it, they are like the biggest band in the world. Um, <clears throat> It's like that Paul Giamatti movie. Was it Sideways? When he like, he's like, I hate Merlot. And Merlot sales like plummeted because of that movie. Because it like became cool to hate Merlot. Um, Yeah. I don't know. I like Coldplay. Haters gonna hate, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, new Thrice Records, badass. It's so funny to like look back on the stuff that you were into in your younger days. I feel like I'm I'm gonna look back at myself now when I'm like 40, 44, and be like, what the hell was he doing? What the hell were you listening to? I feel like now though, 30s though, you, you kind of have a, a little bit more of a sense of yourself. Um what you're trying to do. I don't know. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Um, I think that's going to do it for me on this podcast. What do you say? Um, thank you guys for tuning into the Facebook Live and the Instagram Live. Um, as always, check out rosslivermore.com for all of my upcoming dates, performances. We're going to be back in Salem December 14th and 15th at Opus. Um we got some great music, uh, some great dates coming up in the winter and the spring up at the Ski Mountains so we can shred some gnar, get gnarly on the hill. Um, and uh, check out This Is Not Forever on Spotify and the Hate World playlist on Spotify. 
and uh, just keep on uh, rocking in the free world, you know? Keep on, keep on doing it. Because that's what I'm doing here. Just gonna keep on making music. Because what the hell else are we really gonna do, you know? Why not? Why not us, right? Everyone else in the world's doing it. Why not us? Um, cool. All right, I'll see you guys next time. Thanks for tuning in to Hey World, episode 24. I'll see you next week. Okay, bye-bye.